0: I'm not sure if it's the tricky subject matter of today's episode, but I'm having some real trouble recording this interview. This is probably take number. See, it's not even interview, it's intro. Recording this intro, I, I'm a bit of a pickle here. I've I've said it so many times that words aren't even making sense to me anymore. So I'm just going to start. I'm going to try and start from the beginning. I'm going to backtrack everything. We're going to go back to the year 1919, uh, and we're looking at the Epsom derby and talking about Epsom. Welcome to Epsom's number one most listened to podcast. Epsom's only podcast. Well, no, I think there is other. That's a bit offensive to other podcasts. There are other podcasts. This is Epsom's number one podcast about Epsom. Wayne, 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 Wayne,
1: Wayne,
0: Wayne, 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 Anyway, let's start from the beginning. It's 1919. A woman called Emily Davison Is who we're going to speak about first. She throws herself in front of the king's horse in an attempt to make a big statement against the patriarchal empire of the United Kingdom. And she gives her life for it. She basically gives her life for the right to vote, to have a say, to be listened to. She's not, it's not all, she's a bit of a bad bitch. She actually, she's already spent a month in prison for throwing rocks at a chancellor. I mean, this girl's active. Apparently, they used to put barbed wire in flowers, train in jujitsu, and then throw policemen onto the flowers. So the policemen probably fall in, like ha ha ha, like what are these gonna do? Bang! They they all get caught up, and the, the the girls run off. The goal was, as I said, to change. Like they didn't want to be seen anymore. They wanted to be heard. They wanted to make a bit of noise. All that because look, look, after all, they did was the unimportant work. Things like cook, clean, mother maintain support carry child be all emotional and compassionate so you know I mean emotion like who, who needs that like look these people clearly didn't qualify for an opinion was the was the impression of these men meanwhile an impressionable man with a drink drug gambling problem you know kind of guy that hangs from your best friend's ride trying to holler at you he'd be able to walk straight into that voting office look I'm just generalizing here I'm not saying everyone was like this and everyone was like that I'm just saying you can see the flaw in the system that was about so then that's it They're, they 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 realized there was a flaw in the system gave the women the right to vote and boom problem solved no problem it's all over the end oh, sorry that was alex who feels incredibly passionate about this subject and for very good reason uh ladies and gentlemen let's get serious for a second Uh, following a string of sexual assaults recently in epsom town today's guest kira probably felt a spirit not dissimilar to the spark that sparked the dark disappointed dissenting driven dangerous demonized doings emily davidson and the suffragettes did probably over 100 years ago it's probably the exact same emotion so she decided to band together local women to form a group that were originally known as epson women and girls network but they are now known as war on women and a few months later after setting up the group she wins a competition at the united nations for her local activism efforts like, like actually wins it national massive competition how how special is that okay let's backtrack again the vote's been given to the women all problems should be solved right nope nope they didn't they didn't get solved there that was just it was a step the law got changed but the law is just some guy signing a piece of paper that could be done by a two-year-old you know it might not even be paper soon it might be i don't know fingerprints eye scanners digital signatures voice activated stuff dna dna things that could be you know Look, none none of this matters anyway look the new there's a new battle it's not it's not the law the law doesn't change anything really the thing we need to change now the next step it's a harder step because it's not a law it's something a lot more malleable you can't put your finger around it you can't you can't grab grab it and change it and that is mindsets ladies and gentlemen and and this podcast we we love a mindset We, we love them story time so I've come up with a little story about the incorrect mindsets of people in this society and I directly learned this from today's episode with Kira I may have been being ignorant to things where you know if you sit and explain these things to me I would I totally understand and accept them but day-to-day where I haven't experienced issues like this I just wouldn't wouldn't know how to think and and look here. Here's one. So imagine you have a schoolgirl standing at a bus stop. It's quite a hot day and she's pulled her skirt up quite high to to show her upper leg. You know she saw it last week. She saw a boy on his way to a fancy dress party wearing a mankini, and she thought, "Yeah, I like I like the look of that. That looks quite fun, liberating, refreshing. Look at him flaunting his stuff, walking around." everyone's laughing everyone's pointing ah look how funny that guy is and she wants a bit of action however at this moment in time the guy in the mankini's just gone around the corner she's standing there and a guy drives past could be a girl probably a guy and shouts something obscene something sexual something inappropriate for the the girls ears yeah also known as catcalling is, is what i learned today and she gets embarrassed she rolls her skirt down she gets all. She says, "Oh God, no! I don't want to show my body in public anymore." And um this guy next to her looks looks to her right and says, "Well, that serves you right for dressing dressing like that." And she goes, "She goes, well, like what? 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 What am I dressed like?" And she goes, "Well, he goes, you know, like dressed like a whore." And she goes, "Well, what's a whore?" And then he goes, "Well, well, he doesn't say anything. He looks away and tuts." But it's, it's someone that a lot of society enjoys, but you know they're also publicly shamed in the same breath. But that's a, that's for a completely different podcast. Well, here we are. Where do we go? Where do we go next? That's life. The girl's going to have to simply just be on her guard in the future, get some thicker skin, maybe stay in large groups, or, you know, stop dressing like she's asking for these comments. (laughs) Wrong. That's where you're wrong. It's not up to her. As I said a second ago, the guy in the mankini, he can walk around, do it. Everyone thinks it's a good old laugh. All right, look at him with his mankini. Legend. As soon as a girl does it, she gets negatively tarnished with a brush you know we what was the root of that problem the root of that problem was the guy driving past could be a girl probably a guy shouting at the at the girl you know it's the mindset it, it it's making the people that do the catcalling the bad guys they're the ones that should be ashamed of themselves they are the apparent responsible adults not even responsible they're the responsible people and if they're not responsible they should be held responsible for their actions because it's not okay to make a girl dress like she can't just show off her body she can't do it you know that that i mean how many people agree really with burqas and full body i mean i it's a religious thing i totally get it. it's not for me to say but when you see a burqa yourself are you the sort of person to alex is shaking his head no we don't go down this path we don't go down burkas why some women, find it empowering. some women find it empowering very empowering modesty, very empowering modesty. women wear burkas because they want to, cause they want to. Uh, you know, not because they're, they're forced religiously it's the same as a nun yeah yeah but what if the burka's like entrapping them is that an argument do they ever feel trapped Again, look, ladies and gentlemen. Can I? I think I've made an excellent point here. We've made an excellent point. I said something controversial. All I was trying to do was appeal to other people. I've been questioned on it, and I'm. I'm well, I will be wrong, and I, I have got it wrong. And there's certain elements of people wearing the that that is completely right, and they feel comfortable in. The, the point is, I said something wrong. You know, I didn't, and I'm. That's it. I, I, I was misled. I was confused. I didn't know. I hadn't looked into the argument enough. I think that's a good I think that's a fair thing to keep in I think it's It's. it's do you think yeah okay we'll, we'll roll with that let's go with that so I've just I've just had a chat with Alex and I think this is a, a really good we, we've hit a really good we've hit a really good point in this intro that, that I'm really happy with some women find wearing burqas empowering because they they find modesty empowering and they find the 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 power to conceal what they have as something that gives them a boost and strength, yeah, uh, Alex. And then other people who some women might find nudity. The the point is is freedom of choice is yeah, is freedom is, of choice and, not being questioned. and not being questioned on your choices for for how you decide to dress a woman and not being held accountable to anyone else. And you know, and I hope we've just displayed there when someone gets something wrong, you haven't got Alex didn't attack me, I didn't I didn't def- jump into self defence mechanism i now understand a bit more you know and know it takes a bit of pondering and we overcome that jeez look what what an intro what, bloody hell that was really you know th- learned a lot i learned a lot before we right so we've got the we've got the kira episode coming up now before we go into that i'm going to start with the first song of the new segment of the wayne podcast wayne music and today's artist is an artist called ELS, E L S. And you can find him on Instagram, dot And it's really nice vibes, this music. I'm really enjoying listening to it. The first song he's got is called Two Solo Spot. And you'll be hearing a couple more throughout this episode. Enjoy man. This is a sexy one.
2: get most, you win me. Walk the take our time. One more, call See for miles, finding ourselves so we take each other's thoughts. Holding hands,
3: sun goes down, bright horizons, sleeping sounds. No ocean, no sun lotion. Maybe it's the heat, I'm addicted to your potion. When you start to drown, cling on to me. If you start to drown, cling on to me. Grab hold, don't let go. Follow me, wait for the rescue, go Life jacket on, take mine, cause you're cold Too solo,
2: too solo, too solo Your shows, with the way in the same Anxiety, yours, feel better when I'm in Some days, already time Wanna step up, be a better man In blows, get cold pretty it on, running
3: I'm addicted to your potion When you start to drown, cling on to me If you start to drown, cling on to me Grab hold, don't let go Flow with me, wait
2: for the rescue boat. Life jacket on, take mine cause you're cold Too solo, too solo, too solo Leo Leo, not that Vinci Need an escape, take you with me Paradise, sounds nice Connected under
1: moonlight
2: Tired as in, skills see for more Finding ourselves and we take each other's stars Holding
3: hands, we found Dark horizons, sleeping sounds Blue ocean, no sun lotion Maybe it's heat. I'm addicted to your potion When you start to drown, cling on to me If you start to drown, cling on to me Grandpa, don't let go Flow with me, wait for the rescue boat Life jacket on, take mine cause you're cold Too solo, too
0: solo, too slow. We have just come off of a live stream together and it blew my mind how quickly you've been able to achieve so much things in a short space of time with, with your project, which is uh, Epsom Women's and Girls Networks. But I'd better just uh, say hello to you first before we jump in. How are you doing?
4: Hi, I'm good. Thank you. I'm good. Happy to to be on the podcast.
0: Yeah, yeah. How, how did you find the live stream? Was it, was it, was it easy? Yeah, nice?
4: no, it was really fun. And any chance, you know, for us to speak about what we're doing to raise awareness on the issue yeah. is, is really good for us.
0: Yeah, so, and it was, so it was Epson Women's and Girls Network was the yeah. project that you set up. How, how long ago did you set that up?
4: Yeah, so it started um, during lockdown, um, beginning of October. Um, And it was just started after I saw a few sexual assaults happening in the area. There was like three in one week. Um, And it all kind of started with a feeling from there, really.
0: And I think it's quite, it's quite, um, it's mad how it has to take such a, well, I think it has to, doesn't it? It has to take such a, like a shocking event to happen for so much to get done. Because it just, it makes me think of the George Floyd killing, you know, like a few months ago. It took something like that. For the whole world to absolutely blow up, um, and something get done about it, and obviously there was a few assaults in Epsom, and and you just decidedly said enough's enough and set up your page, um, and just to fill people in because we have just done the live stream, covered all this, but you you won a competition with the United Nations.
4: Yeah, no. So I was nominated for a special recognition award, and um, so they had three categories for this award. They had a large organisations so like a large charity. Um, a small charity, and then like an independent activist. Um, so yeah, so I won the um activist um special recognition of the award, of the year award um of the UN Women UK.
0: That's that's crazy. I, so and you don't know who nominated you? No, I don't it, know. Yeah. At all. So how did it work then? Obviously, because it had all must have been online, I presume.
4: Yeah, so it was all online. It was kind of like a Zoom setup. Um. And they had, like, there was a lot of, like, celebrities there and, you know, special, very important people. Um, And you were kind of put into these small groups of six to kind of network. Um, So I met some incredible, inspiring um, women that night. And then they would kind of send you into the ceremony and they'd have um, singers and there was a poet. Um, And then they announced the awards. So the awards were all sponsored. Um, One was by Vodafone. And um, one was by like a law, a law company. So yeah, and then they just announced it.
0: <laughs> oh, when you uh, so incredible women that you met. Like, do you remember what they were doing or what they was up to?
4: Yes. Yeah, so in my group, because there was like over three hundred people on this Zoom kind of call. Like, it wasn't on Zoom. What? It was on a different platform. Um, I can't remember the name, but yes. Yeah, so kind of in my group, there was a, um, a CEO of a charity for. Um, female genital mutation which is obviously really getting a lot of limelight at the moment as it should um so it was incredible to kind of hear about her work especially being a survivor as well and What
0: what is female genital mutation yeah
4: so it's like um it happens a lot in that Somalia Africa and it's where um a female genitals when she's a child is um removed like yeah, and too. then um, and it's for, purposes, guess, yeah. you know, like she shouldn't enjoy sex, and it's just for reproduction purposes. So obviously, it's completely taking away her human rights. Um, a lot of young girls die from it, and it is happening in this country. So,
0: What's yeah. the? Do you know the purpose? Why do Why do they do it? Like that? Uh, that is it? Just to try and create ownership of the woman, or is it religious? Or
4: yeah, so there is kind of cultural and religious. Um, attributes to it but also yeah completely taking away a woman's power and having ownership over her body
0: yeah which is obviously the, like is what you're you're fighting against and, and a female genital mutilation is like the, the a massive one but it it, yeah. it's, it still happens in our society now doesn't it with um yeah. as, you, as one of your posters said with what your your friend sky set up like um like are, are we are we still do, do we still like are we asking for it or something uh, yeah. and, that, and, and even to say how girls can dress it, it is a form of ownership in itself um even though it's not genital mutilation the the sort of what it's standing for and what it's trying to do in 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 the eyes of I think women it's it's basically the same thing isn't it, it it's it's, yeah. it's trying to suppress you
4: 100% and you know for so long we like as I'm sure I speak on behalf of a lot of um, women and girls when I say this like we will hear comments like, um, "If you don't want to um, be beeped at, you should you shouldn't wear like that." And I know parents worry when their when their young teenage daughter, you know, leaves the house and she may be wearing like a crop top in, and shorts. And it's just putting all of the responsibility on the girl, on the woman, when it, the whole all of the responsibilities with with the the male. Do
0: you know that's so true? Because <laughs> yeah. like they. they I hear the common argument yeah but you're over sexualizing the young girl but at the same yeah. time you're not putting the responsibility on the 40 year old man that's driving around who, who should know better and, and be ashamed I told you about uh, Alex my girlfriend who works in the green man she, it was only a couple of days ago that she she was wearing a crop top at work well she was wearing a fleece over like a cardigan over it yeah and um, as she served the guy's drinks he asked her to come back next time wearing something a bit more appropriate um but I mean if I'm honest like this guy this guy's sixty. 70 so it might just be that's more of an old an old like there's old traditions there and old values but it's just sort of stamping out that mindset isn't it which is the the goal
4: and I feel like um a lot of men do feel like they kind of have this attitude well you know what can we do we can't even look at a woman we can't even do this anymore because of you know feminism and it's like well no you, you why would you want to make any woman or girl feel unsafe like it is not your you know, it's your job to make sure a woman or girl does feel safe in the presence of a, of a man, you know.
0: And yeah, if, you're, think... if, if, if you're such a man and you're in control, then that should be what you're trying to be in control of, not trying to be in control of what they do.
4: Yes, you know? no, exactly. And I just think people like to use clothing so much when it comes to sexual violence in general. And I just think we, you know, assaults and and rape has been happening since, you know, beginning of time from when women, through all the kind of eras when women would wear, you know, long dresses and petticoats to the floor, um, women would still get raped then. And so I think using clothing to try and excuse the, um, the rapist's actions is absolutely ridiculous and we need to just come away from that and stop putting the blame on women and girls because it's nothing to do with them and it's everything to do with the man.
0: Yeah that's actually unbelievable you know I, and I, I am an ignorant man I think in this sense you know I, I'd like to think that I'm I'm completely pro-feminism but you know unless you're having the conversation and hearing comments like you just made there about yeah. obviously clothing's been an issue throughout the whole of time I it just wouldn't have even crossed my mind you know and I yeah. think it, I saying it's important to just like it's important to just listen, listen, I think, isn't it? And that's what it is. I and mean, that's what you're trying to do, make noise to force people to listen. Yeah. Um
4: hundred yeah. percent. And I think that's why we've been really trying to get like men kind of involved in our um in our campaign. Like we've had so many male counsellors get involved, local businessmen. And it's because we know that it isn't every um boy and man. We know that it's not every boy and man, but we just believe that we need to get everyone involved to fight this issue or it isn't going to be, um, you know, it's just not going to get any better. And I think we need to stop looking at sexual violence in general as a female issue. It's often, you know, there's so many feminist groups and women's charities and it's all about, you know, trying to stop it. But we need to include men in that issue because, you know, when it comes down to it, it is majorly, yeah. you know, men and boys who commit these crimes so they need to be part of the conversation and standing aside with women
0: yeah 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 and I I think they just need that yeah it's just like even like just because you're not involved in it like this is the big thing isn't it just because you're not involved you're not doing it doesn't mean that you're you're now exempt from the problem you know you need to do everything you you can do as I need to do everything I can do and men need to do everything they can do um because like that unfortunately the way it is that that is what gets listened to at the moment it's an old-fashioned idea that gets changing but like i listened to a podcast the other day this guy called blind boy and um he had a woman come on uh, it was about this like revenge porn it had only just been made illegal in um ireland to 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 trade like pictures of girls that you might have taken and it had taken like years and basically blind boy had had someone on to come on and talk about it and everybody was going crazy. I'm like, "Wow, you're like you're so forward thinking." And he's like, "Why? Why does it take me to have a podcast for all of you lot to listen? Like these these yeah. these these women have been saying this for for twenty years, and nothing's getting changed. So so that is just sort of an, an idea of the unfair power balance that people's voices have. And um, I think the, un- the unitedness right. of women." Um, is what it's going to take, and, and and men to join as well. But but uh, back to the Unitedness. So so we we were talking about United Nations. You, you met the incredible women that that uh, was female genital yeah. mutilation. Then so then what happens? So did you get like an email uh, just to say you'd been invited, or so? And, and then suddenly, before you know it, you're in a Zoom call with all these people.
4: Yeah, li- literally that. Um, and it's quite funny actually. So I got told I've been um, shortlisted. That was the first email, and I was literally like, I was in tears. I was just like. How did the United Nations yeah. even like know what I'm doing like, <laughs> in Epsom? Like, you know, it just blew my mind. Um, but, yeah, so it was actually just an email, um, and then they sent a follow-up email telling me, um, you know, we're telling all the people short- who've been shortlisted to prepare a, a one-minute speech. So I thought, right, okay, so I, I wrote a one-minute, you know, speech, had it next to me on the night of the awards, and then as soon as um, they, like, announced my name and this um, woman was speaking about everything we've wow. done and kind of my journey, my speech went out the window. I did not even pick up the <laughs> piece of paper. And just, like, I don't even remember what I said um, for my, like, acceptance speech, but it was definitely not what I was <laughs> supposed to say. And I was just rambling on. And I can't even remember. And I've asked for, like, a recording so I could watch it back and they're not able to give it to me yet. But I keep thinking about that moment. Like, why did I just pick up my piece of paper and read my speech? Like, that was such a big moment. But, yeah, you know, it was just emotions were running so high.
0: <laughs> yeah, on some mad level, I bet you are there currently speaking on the behalf of so many women like something probably just took you over you yeah. know what i mean like and, and said what needed to be said that, i can't yeah. wait but yeah when you do it send it my way i want to see, oh, the, uh,
4: so. I'm the dying to see it
0: <laughs> <laughs> so what happened uh, happened as a result of the uh, so the award winning so what does that mean for the future
4: Yeah so um, we're waiting, so we've been emailing backwards and forth and we've got like a couple meetings and phone calls set up and I'll get to go to the offices um, in you know in the new year and kind of we get to collab with the United Nations Women UK. So what that means as of yet I really don't know but I just know whatever is going to happen. It's going to be super positive and really empowering, and kind of really help us with with what we're doing in Epsom. So, no, it's really exciting.
0: Yeah, well, I'm I'm sorry over the moon for you. I'm getting goosebumps seriously. Yeah. This is a, <laughs> it, it's such a good story. Uh, so so they're... yeah yeah. And we're back with another song from ELS aka ELS.OG O G on the Instagram. This song's called Shining Missile, Epsom Local. It's a deep one, so feel it.
5: When I think of you lying in my bed Realizing when you're standing here in front of me, I'm nothing
1: like the rest. Like Don't be afraid of me. I'm not afraid of you when you are with me. Don't waste your spare with me. It's gonna take some time, but my feelings are true. I almost I never me. met
5: somebody like you, just be my shining star. I just need you. I touch. think I really like you, just be my shining yeah. star. Yeah. When I think of you, what you do. Out. If I like you, are you trying to work it out how We can be more than friends, are you thinking on you now? Either way I have my doubts, and she has the sounds She's got my head spinning round, either way it makes me happy, happy that i found Someone who makes me feel, how you got me feeling now Don't be
1: afraid of me, I'm more afraid of you than you are with me Don't just with me, it's gonna take some time but my feelings are true I never miss somebody like you, just be my shining song. I just need you, I really like you, just
5: be my shining yeah. yeah. When I think of you, obsessing in my brain If you know it the way I feel, you probably think I was insane Or maybe you'd understand, cause the way you think's the same I know you've been through your heartaches and you had your share of pain Things have gotten to the point where I've known you for a while You still me Shine turn into a child You got this way about me, Another this world I think I really like you, just be my shining missile time my true. Love
1: I never met somebody like you. you, just be, be my, my shining missile, missile. I just need your help. I really can't just be my shining soul. Don't be afraid of me. I'm more afraid of you than you ever had. It's just It's gonna take some time, but my feelings are true. I never miss somebody. I can just be my shining soul. I just need your help. I really can't just be my shining soul.
0: I know we spoke about it in, in the live stream, uh, but what, what initiatives have you uh input at the moment um to begin your sort of journey in, in combating combating these things?
4: Yeah, so what um we've been doing so far is just getting local councillors to get on board board and publicly pledge their support to our campaign. Um also we have been asking local businesses to stand with us, um, have our posters up in the um up in their local business, kind of creating that presence to show that as a community, we're not accepting any form of sexual violence. Um, And then as well, we have recently been donated some personal alarms from Surrey Police. So we're going to be um, delivering them to women and girls from Epsom.
0: And 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 the girls have signed up for it because didn't you did you do a survey to begin with that was like ninety eight percent of women said they weren't they they didn't feel safe sometimes walking the streets.
4: Yeah, it- no, definitely, and we know that um, about ninety four percent of the women and girls that we surveyed feel the need to carry items like their keys in their hands or uh, only wear one headphone when they're walking, you know, home alone. Um, in kind of fear of sexual assault or harassment or being approached um so we know women and girls take these drastic measures that are just seen as part of life and you know a normal thing for a woman or girl to do so we just kind of want to do whatever we can within our power to just give give something back to women and girls just so they feel that we care and you know we We understand what um, their experiences are and what they're subjected to on a daily basis. And it's so important that women, um, women and girls feel listened to and valued because a lot of the times, you know, when a woman or girl speaks, people just think they're moaning or, you know, being dramatic. And we just need to stop doing that and having that perspective. We just need to listen.
0: Yeah, so where do, you, where do you think that, like, do you think it's just a historical, uh, it's just a historical aspect of how our community's been that um, women just become second-class citizens?
4: 100%. It, it is just a wider society thing, you know. It's not just the Netsu, it's it's all over the world, you know. Um, but it's it's just, I think it all starts within the education system. That's where we really need to be looking at. Um, and really changing the whole education system to really change anything in wider society
0: yeah yeah as we said as we said a minute ago like okay maybe that inappropriate came from someone sort of like at the pub but I know it's uh, the thing is it's not hard it's not harmless when a bloke says that because it it, like it completely affects it affected Alex's shift She was really upset afterwards so but you but I do think when someone's older, you 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 sort of it's not. I'm not saying turn a blind eye, you know, but it's just kind of a thing like okay, like that's just from his generation. But it's about hitting like like you say like like young kids who are in school and teaching them now like this isn't okay, and 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 we're gonna make a societal change if you know what I mean. And that's sort yeah. of where it's most important, would you say?
4: Yeah, no, definitely. Like you know, you can't change everyone's um, opinions and outlook on life, but I do believe in the power of the youth. Um, I do believe, you know, we have, even our generation is, you know, we are so much more aware of issues that are going around that um, may not even affect us, affect other people, you know, who live a different way of life to us. But we are so much more aware now, especially with um, social media and the internet, Um, it's a completely different generation. So I think, yeah, just starting with schools and the way we teach sex education and consent, and even down to um, as a as a little girl from nursery, you are you're taught if a boy's mean to you, it's because he likes you. You know, like if yeah, he big yeah. on you, it's because he fancies you. Like we need to stop stop all of that.
0: And this is coming, and you know where we get all this from as well. I think a lot of it just comes from TV and movies, and and um, and like they they've chosen to push this narrative you know, uh, early on in life. You just, you watch kids for it, like kids shows and, and yeah. films from like 20 years ago. It will be exactly like that. Like the girl will be there, the boy will come up and punch punch her on the arm. Yeah. Um, and then and they'll go, yeah, that's just because he likes you. That's just because, but then that's, and then the boy does take that away. Like I think um, like people need to realize how, how much kids are, I think they probably do realize yeah. how much kids are influenced by TV and movies, and, and maybe needs to change from there just as much as it does from school. Yeah. You know, school school isn't everything. Like you need to be doing this sort of stuff at home as well, uh, and what and what they're doing in their spare time.
4: No, hundred um, percent. You need to, especially like yeah. obviously. I'm a mother myself. Um, I have a son, so I really do take it upon myself to educate him from young. Um, And I do this through like books, for instance, Um, you know, there's so many children's books out there, which has kind of a diverse range of characters, which is how we can, you know, showing women superheroes, showing black and ethnic minority characters, you know, that we didn't see so much in our generation. This is so much more available now. And I think as a parent, I take it upon myself to educate my child.
0: Ah, uh, that's really good. So, what sort of what have you, have you got? Any of the book titles to hand that people could sort of take take away?
4: Yeah, I could go grab some. <laughs>
0: I, I'll, I'll do it afterwards in the description.
4: But I know like yeah. um, there's a, like I get him a, um, a subscription box from um, a company based in Brixton called Woke Babies, and they kind of have these beautiful kind of books you get so many a month and it's all very like the stories are empowering and they have a diverse range of characters that you know you can't buy in every other bookshop so yeah
0: so just yeah and just and we're just starting to do that I, I think it's awesome um you know and especially because we are in a country that has we're, we're very forward thinking we're very technologically advanced we've got and i think this is part of the reason why we are so woke uh, yeah. in this country because it's our responsibility to be you know you, you see countries like us who, who who allowed the women to vote however many years ago and and, and also in epsom ironically which i said earlier on the live seems great that it seems to be your movement doing well also from Epsom, so we could yeah. be the future hub. I know, uh, but <laughs> it's mental, isn't it? But um, it's but like because I've so only recently in like India and places like that, um, uh, uh, women are allowed to to like drive, yeah, uh, and 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 they're, and they're only just catching up with us technologically um and sort of like you know Bollywood's coming up and all these cultural things that they are mirroring us because they think they think it's a good idea like people say well yeah but why are we doing so much we're we're one of the we're one of the yeah but it's our responsibility to do so much because we are forward thinking so whatever we do now the rest of the like the rest of the world will follow you know when they catch up so I think it we've got We've got money now, you know, our country. We, we're from a very privileged area and I think yeah. the important thing to do is not just sit there and continue chasing money because we know that doesn't buy societal happiness, I think, in my opinion. Uh like it it takes projects and movements like yours to actually like it, that's our that's our responsibility now, if you know do you no, know what I mean?
4: No, hundred percent. I think um especially from um a person of privilege it's I really do take it um on myself personally to make sure that I'm always leading in the right way being in like it was really important to me that our campaign is as inclusive as we can make it and that starts from within my team of volunteers you know I want um a good voice from every aspect that I can have on my team so it's definitely we have to take it upon us because what we do affects it does affect the world you know the world is watching um for such a small country we do have a great immense of power so we definitely do have to to take it upon ourselves to create these movements um and for our future generations as well
0: yeah i mean it it all it all counts so your volunteers that you have on did you get uh, like like quick quick applications, quick like volunteers for help straight away. And like how many, how many like what is your team like? Like what, what's going yeah. on over there?
4: So um so it started off um kind of the team. So obviously we I've already mentioned my friend Sky who's an artist, um, so she's part of the team and does a lot of the creative aspects of it. And then um my best friend since nursery, Tasmin, and um, she's just the number one supporter. Brings the energy, always up for you know doing whatever it takes. Um, she's just really, really valuable to me and to what we're doing. Um, and then, so the others, um, I kind of just put up a because I was it was getting so busy with what, we, what we're doing, I just couldn't keep up with the amount of work on my side. So um, I just put a little advert out on on Instagram. Um, and I was originally just looking for one content creator to create stuff for Instagram and a researcher. Um, so I ended up taking on three content creators and one yeah. researcher,
0: um,
4: just because the passion they came. When I did like they were kind of like interviews, but it was you know just more of a chat. The passion I couldn't turn down. You know, I think when someone's passionate, it doesn't matter if they haven't got the experience; they're gonna put in that work. So yeah
0: and to your experience like the way you speak now it sounds like you've run businesses for years like <laughs> so, so where like where where has this all come from or like how how did how have you coped with the influx of of the, the momentum of this movement
4: yeah but people say like like even my friends how have you just started all this it's so yeah. crazy like That's what I'm thinking it's not normal you know <laughs> Um, But I'd say like in a way, it's like almost I've been preparing for something. I never knew what, like a year year ago. So um, I joined uh, the Young Women's Trust, um, which is a feminist organisation working for economic justice for women. I joined their panel um, last year, um, which basically I just sit on a panel and create and help kind of shape the charity and what it does and all the women on the panel have lived experience so that could be from housing issues to low income to um, discrimination all sorts of kind of issues that affect women um so kind of from being on that panel you get like to go to events and opportunities and I just really enjoyed myself and I just started networking um, and then I became involved with another organisation called My Life My Say, who um, are an apolitical organisation who encourage to get young people involved in politics. Um, so I kind of just kept putting myself in these situations that I never ever dreamed in my life I would enjoy politics, um, enjoy yeah. kind of any form of social justice activism. But I just found from my lived experience, I just found myself wanting to go to these events I loved hearing other people's experiences and stories
0: Els is back Graphic GameSpot is the title of this track if you ever played San Andreas on the Playstation 2 you'll get this one a bit more yeah, yeah. that is clever I mean that is really clever you'll get it Graphic GameSpot Els Els.og on Instagram why aren't you normal Epson podcast Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I don't hit pause. I play right
5: through till dawn. Not a rockstar, but I got CJ respawned. R1 R2, L1 R2, left down, right up, left down, right up. Now I can kill everyone. Flame thrower made the whole screen light up. Big smoke. He's a snake. Same with Ryder. Them two both fake. Tryna act like they're CJ's mate. Wish I could serve them up on a plate. This my second playthrough, so I already know what's coming. Pulling up to the drive-through with big smoke when I already know he's bluffing Play 17 hours straight, no breaks Now I'm in San Fierro, tryna shoot down these damn planes Already been Los Santos gym, X circle cool banging out them weights Been tattoo shop and the barber, gotta get that trim, that fade And I already took the knees out, gotta get CJ laid I think it's time to do some missions, gotta get CJ paid Should probably take a break, forget how long I've even played Walk back to the groves and into the house and make sure my game gets saved Yeah Just like my babe, I play graphic games Every day I do the same to her I play graphic games, you don't wanna play Well I don't blame you You can just watch me as I try to complete my playthrough Just like my babe I play graphic games, every day I do the same to her I play graphic games, you wanna play, I'll pass you the controller Take it away, don't wanna control her so I'll just hold her I don't show mercy, I just kill, it's a certainty The red bar goes down, I am up, stop enemies hurting me Personally, I prefer murder in the first degree The police just shoot before they even try stopping and searching me One star turns into five, I'm on the run, I feel alive Meant to take this car for a drive All over the map to the police for a ride Radio Los Santos, bopping my head in a jam Today was a good day, deep cover, how I could just kill a man Easter eggs, where there ain't no Easter eggs here Looking at the sky, waiting for a UFO to appear Go bingo, get some clothes, get some do-rags, a couple of does And I ain't too proud, but I picked up a couple of hoes Go to the strip club, start handing out ones a quick code when I'm running low on funds go outside shoot some guy with a gun then jack somebody's car drive off into the sun yeah just like my babe I play graphic games every day I do the same to her I play graphic games you don't want to play well I don't blame you you can just watch me as I try to complete my playthrough just like my babe I play graphic games every day. I do the same to her. I play graphic games. You want to play? I'll pass you the controller. Take it away. Don't want to control us, so I'll just hold
1: her. Um, and yeah, it's,
4: it's all kind of just networking
0: it's a It's a beautiful thing with like social media and instagram now is how much like, easier we are right. we can connect with these sort of people like you're doing I think sometimes like politics gets made out to be this dreary like boring sort of um sort of movement that that isn't really for people yeah. for people like us but but clearly like you said, you've just gone somewhere with a passion been working at it and now you're talking like a like a pro <laughs> and i think' is it it just comes from it just it just comes from just just generally caring about 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 the issue i guess. Um, yeah 100% yeah it's really taken me aback I I really enjoy I mean enjoy this so you so you and then set up at Epsom High Street with the with the protest which was one of the first actual like public statements you made uh as a group uh yeah talk us talk talk us through a bit like through that
4: yeah so um my friend Sky I just reached out to her so this was in the really early stages of what we was doing it was before like anyone we did I don't believe we even had a name at this point um yeah. but I just wanted i know she was a great artist um and I wanted I really love political art and it's something I just enjoy looking at I feel it has a great impact and I feel it can connect with so many different types of people um so I really knew from the beginning I wanted art involved in this campaign mm-hmm. to really create yeah. that impact so yeah I just reached out to and she drew um, a couple of drafts up for me, and we just went with it. Um, and then I decided that we need to get photographs in places in Epsom that people recognise and they know that is Epsom. So obviously the clock tower in the in the centre, um, Rosebury Park, which is quite a hot spot for um, sexual assaults. And then is it? Uh, is that- yeah, it is. Yeah. You know, it's one of the the highest hot spots um and then Epsom Council to kind of end with
0: yeah so so big statements so how, how, what, like political art like I, I like what, where you go with that because I when you when I'm thinking of like feminist political art I'm thinking of like Kate Tempest and people that are making like um like like poetic noises as well as visual ones like mm. do you have any particular big influences artistic wise for, for for your sort of movements
4: um, so, artistic-wise, I've been following for quite a few years. There was um, It started in New York, and it was called Cat Calls of New York. So, obviously, catcalling is just basically unwanted attention that a woman or girl receives. And this um, this woman would just go in kind of with chalk, write um, girls' and women's experiences that they've been subjected to with catcalling on the streets. And they just started popping up everywhere, and people would stop and read them and it just really created this kind of big big conversation about catcalling um so i definitely just know the impact political art can can really have on um society you know and it just opens up conversations because everyone interprets things differently so yeah
0: yeah, when arts like there on on the like on the on the basis, because sometimes to like to have a conversation that we've had, um, obviously we're twenty eight minutes in or a fifteen minute live stream. You're trying to catch people's attentions in in like one second to tr- like really try and sort of wake yeah. them up. Um, have I wonder if the council would have you spoke to them about having post posters up um, in places they control, or is it just the small businesses so far?
4: Yeah, so we have actually secured something, um, which is all of the bins in Epsom we're allowed to put our posters on. Um which oh, is is something small, but you know, um bus stops, places like that, which are really um targets for schoolgirls to receive things like cat calling, you know, by passers by in their cars. Um yeah. we hope can hopefully have an impact of um a uh, young girl, especially knowing that you know it's not her fault that this has happened to her. Um, so if we had it my way, <laughs> we would have like I, I want to hear this. Go, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we would have like Um, I don't know the name of the road, Do you know, as you're walking to Epsom and there's the um the bridge, and is it Waterloo Road? I think
0: what the bridge that goes up towards like um David Lloyd. Um,
4: no, the I I, coming up oh. to the station um,
0: Oh yeah, yeah, I, I should know this be I've been delivering with Uber Eats for like a couple of weeks <laughs> and I think I've got all the road name, but, but yeah, yeah, I haven't yet But I know the one you mean, just under the bridge behind the station Yeah,
4: like there's like really kind of, you know, big spaces there I would love art up on, up on walls, up on, you know, sides of buildings um, But this was my original plan I shouldn't probably say this. Um, my original plan before we um, took photos with posters was to put up huge posters all over Epsom, yeah, um, and just do it in the night time, and no one would know who it was.
0: And then yeah, I that's some proper political activism. Yeah, that's that's, the, that was the my end.
4: original plan. But I started looking into like fines and stuff, and I had to write the consequences of if I really want this to work, do I? take the risk or not um, because I was mm. slightly worried about the negative impact of, you know, damaging public property.
0: <laughs> so yeah, like, I, I could
4: have, that's what I would have, you know, in my heart wanted to do that so badly.
0: I think, again, so like this goes back, does quite well. Like we are in a very thinking community. Like we are in a like, – so law is obviously stricter here as well. But yeah. but obviously like, in, in countries where they actually have no say, that's probably a really appropriate thing to do um I agree with you I think it would have been a great idea but then alternatively you have not and you ended up at the United Nations so I think that yeah. says that says that says a lot for our community in terms of like we are we are forward thinking enough that if there is a genuine issue then it, like it does get listened to um it's clearly being listened to globally uh, yeah. and nationally but raising awareness uh and constantly reminding the people of Epsom is, is what you're trying to do and I, I it sounds so ignorant of me, but when you explained that the whole, the whole clothes thing at the beginning, obviously I agree yeah. a, a, a woman should be able to wear what, you, what, what she wants, but I've been so normalized as a man to just like not even think it was like uh, that much of a big thing. And, and when yeah. you talked about the girls in the dresses still getting raped, like, yeah, of course. Like it is exactly that. And, and I think our minds are, are so warped um, to, to how, and me as well, I went to Glyn, I went to an all boys school, you know, so yeah, like, yeah. It, it, it just didn't, it did not get t- talked about at all. England we never yeah, got any sort of like feminine, feminine education all it was is you guys are boys come and lads like go play football go yeah. get a good job and, and that's it be good blokes um and yeah I, I guess it's just noise it's just noise isn't it all the time
4: yeah and I think we just you've got to keep encouraging you know these types of conversations and you know sometimes I feel um, men can feel awkward around you know having these types of conversations and sometimes they don't want to say the the wrong thing but I think it's just so important as just as humans you know the the willing to learn and understand someone else's walk of life is really what um kind of makes us compassionate humans and if we want to keep um developing and moving towards a more equal society we have to just be more willing to understand and And even just things like calling your friends out so like we know it's not every, every guy, but, you know, it starts off and and kind of these small changes that if, you know, you're, you're out with your group of um, guy friends and one of them shouts across the road at a girl, calling them out and saying that that's not okay. What are you doing? Is so important because then it kind of is checking them, like, you know, what are you doing? And it's giving them a moment to think like oh, maybe this is wrong. So we have to and be and out each
0: other and and become the out like like if if you if, if if society's saying this is the cool thing to do and you do that in your group as a man that yeah. makes you the alpha all of a sudden and and it'll give you the control in in that group because that's like how like a lot of the time Boy, I know gender things are kind of learned but at the moment yeah. I find in in male groups. There's a mentality where there is a ringleader and whatever, even yeah. if it's not really very obvious and it's quite under the under the level subconscious, there is somebody who's sort of calling the shots. And if you and if you sort of in a boy group, I would suggest come in and, and make those statements, people will realise that like, you're right and, and they will listen to you and respect what you said and, and and it will just become not cool or funny yeah. to 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 make comments like that anymore. And um you made a really good point actually because this is sort of what I think the hardest thing is for boys, and this goes in, in sexism, racism, is being scared to say the wrong thing leads yeah. them to be silent about it. And and I think what we do need to do a little bit more is even if someone does say the wrong thing, don't jump on them and make yeah. them feel guilty. Like, because I think a lot of the time you might make a comment and everyone will go, you can't say that, you can't. But he didn't mean it. He's not saying yeah. he's a sexist. Yeah. He's not saying he's a racist. He's just, he's tried to express his opinion and you've shut him down, which hasn't actually helped him or her, or anyone who's making the comment. All it's done is is embarrass him, and now he wants to just let those those thoughts fester into something worse, if you know what I mean.
4: No, 100%. And something I always try to like live by is don't challenge the person, challenge the opinion. And too often, we challenge the person for saying that or thinking that, where if we want to learn and progress, we just need to have that conversation and just challenge the opinion
0: yeah yeah definitely definitely just because 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 that that's how people start to turn away from these groups yeah. and I think that the powers that oppose your kind of movements and oppose and oppose um any sort of social justice movements that's what they do they 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 make people scared to talk about the topic as if yeah. it's just this far out lefty hippie idea that women yeah. want to be equal you yeah. know like it's like, it's I like, like and <laughs> yeah 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 and it's just and so and, and they make you feel stupid and they don't give you the time and it can become so hard for for someone like yourself to to really start explaining your, yourselves because because they get somehow you get brainwashed into thinking that you're just going to be oh look as you said in the, in the live stream oh there's a woman just moaning again
4: yeah um, hundred percent and I think especially like um there's always this kind of negative view on feminist um you know people and a lot of Women and girls, you know, they think it's not cool to be a feminist, you know, because boys or men will say like, "Oh, feminists take things too far," etc., etc. But then it's important to remember that there's so many different types of feminism, and I think you know the best form of feminism for me is just inclusive, inclusive feminism. You know, no matter your your um, sex, gender, identity, um, ethnicity, race. Um, just to be equal in a society is all we
0: want hmm. Yeah so, so is that, and that, that would be inclusive feminism. so it, it, it's it's like a softer approach like it's almost like being more realistic with with him implementing the rules. If you know what I mean, it's not you know like shutting someone down or saying this is how it is, this must be right, and if no one listens to me, then you're all you're all sexist, you know? Yeah, <laughs> it's, no, it's, exactly.
4: It's, yeah. It's,
0: it's being realistic about what you're trying to say. Obviously, everybody knows, well, I hope everybody would know equality is the ultimate goal. Yeah. but just by saying it doesn't mean it's gonna happen. Um, and, and there's a there's unconscious, subconscious biases going on in people's heads that some of the time as i mentioned earlier with like the 6 year old at the green man you won't change his mind you no. can you you can you can you can they know they're wrong but they don't you know they've built their whole life upon this this mindset yeah. and they're not going to change i know a lot of them are just grandparents and they're just at the pub uh, like again i'm not justifying it but i'm not don't direct your energy towards like <laughs> the, like direct your energy towards changing people like kids you know like they're the next generation it takes yeah. one generation to to really change a mindset um, I th- I think. Would you say all in all, it's it is. I mean, it's going well. I think you know it's getting it um, positive. Well,
4: it was going well, but due to coronavirus, um, we're looking at going about a hundred years back in terms of equality, and um, which is oh, really? I think yeah, which is something the United Nations Women is really going to be working and basing all of their working efforts into at the moment just due to like employment rates and um, like women um, during the pandemic were 80% more likely to lose their job uh, or workload really? cool. compared to their kind of male colleagues. Um, yeah, so at the moment because of the effects of coronavirus, um, it's, I'm positive for the future because I believe in women's resilience, Um, yeah, but in terms of um, loss of jobs, mental health, all these kind of factors, you know, childcare that's just far too expensive. Um, we are looking at kind of going a bit back in terms wow. of depression, yeah.
0: Yeah, I didn't realise. And, and, um, and social media is a great tool, do you think, to keep the keep the noise, like being during lockdown, obviously a lot of people are stuck inside and, and and social media is what they're going to see more of. So I guess for you, it's about like taking over that space um, yeah. a bit more. No, I, I think, no. how, how do you feel? Because obviously like, you know, what you said earlier about... Um, you wanted to put up the posters in the night, but you were too scared to destroy public property. However, if a big corporation's got thousands of pounds, they can put up a, a poster whenever they want selling you a product that doesn't matter, you know, really yeah. into your life. And then also on social media, the big companies will win because because they can they can pay the more money to make sure they appear on somebody's that somebody's page. Um, but I guess the power of the people is that we're the ones with all the share buttons um exactly. so so would you would you say like yeah just just sharing and and posting about it as much and and constantly giving support to these organizations is one of the best things we can do as black people almost
4: yeah no 100% I think um sharing because when you when you share something it you literally things go viral so quick now like it's just the generation that we live in like you don't know what's going to go viral next it could just be anything um, so always sharing you know liking and just interacting with them pages is always so important um from local businesses to charities to to anything really it's really important,
0: yeah, take over the algorithms is is sort of what you've got to do because you've <laughs> you've been using social media, I've been using it like I don't think what people don't realize is if me or you made a a Facebook post on our pages, we probably got about a similar amount of likes if nobody like no one would see that it doesn't matter how many likes you've got like you you need you need to be getting engaged with uh, as uh, as somebody putting things out on Facebook for the uh, the algorithm doesn't care what you're saying but if you're getting engaged with and people are clicking on it that means that your people are going to be using the social media more which they want so they they will show that to other people um so it is it is all about like interacting with the right thing um taking over there there's there's a lot of stuff at the moment like with conspiracy theories getting shared about because they're so bloody interesting to, to people. Yeah. When you see a clickbait title like uh, Earth Confirmed Flat, oh. you know, or like things like that, you're yeah. like, really? Like, let me click on that. But when you see like, when you see someone make a post like 94% of women aren't happy in Epsom or, 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 or are scared to walk the streets in Epsom, you see that and you don't like, okay, that's it. You, you, you agree with it and you scroll on because because you, you, yeah. you, you, you can see why that's a reality. But with like the flat earth, you're like, ah, oh, go on then, show me, show me. And you click on that, mm-hmm. and then that that makes flat earth things go around and it sends the wrong message. When you mm-hmm. see do you know what I mean? Yeah. So when when you see like when you see a story that a newspaper's printed about a woman being raped in Epsom, that'll get clicked on and people are reading. Oh, that's so shocking and sad. But yeah. when the response to that comes out on social media, that's what you should be clicking on. Don't send angry emojis and upset emojis to the to the sad newspaper article. Share somebody's article like somebody's page like yours who's actually doing something against it and that's yeah. the best way that's the best way in my opinion um you can battle so i really had a waft, yeah waft no
4: again. i 100% agree and the thing is it's even like um my friend was telling me like to encourage people to save your posts i've never really saved posts on instagram i've never you know but now apparently that affects it as well you have to save people's posts for it to you know turn up on people's timelines and i know half of our followers and stuff they don't even see our post and I'm always like why I don't understand but
0: exactly. yeah, it's, yeah.
4: It's, it's really frustrating
0: <laughs> it is yeah just engage it, engage and engage it. and if anyone if anyone's listening and wants to help that's probably the best thing you can do just, just somebody like Kira just get on and engage like the comments share it Any, anything that that helps get the message about and that's pretty much like that's your bit you can do yeah. I think you know a lot of people say oh well I've got jobs and I've got this and I'm trying to pay yeah but it takes nothing to press share when you're scrolling Facebook and you share in your fa- in your spare time yeah I think absolutely. you know um Carol, we're, at, we're at we're at the end of the episode um you're an absolute inspiration and I really thank you um but I guess you hear that all the time <laughs> no it's all um,
4: just a bit yeah it's it's very overwhelming you know it's it's just yeah, like everyone keeps, you know, congratulating me. But in my mind and kind of the mindset I'm in, like, I don't really deserve a congratulation until number one, we've um, had a successful campaign and achieved the things we want. And number two, we start to see numbers going down in terms of sexual violence. Um, but yeah, no, I'm very, very determined and I've really enjoyed myself speaking with you today.
1: <laughs>
0: Another week and another epsom local no. take 2 another week another epsom local right take 3 <laughs> uh, another week another epsom local i just <laughs> um kira what a woman what a lady big things happening
3: on behalf of epsom when she's...
0: and we're finishing today's episode with a cover of Ain't No Sunshine
3: it's not warm when she's away.
0: by Joe, just Joe on Instagram. Ain't no
3: sunshine when she's gone, and she's always gone so long. Anytime she goes away, very
0: apt for the subject matter of this podcast. I hope you have a good week.
3: I wonder, I'll stop talking now. It's gone.
2: If he's going to stay oh, ain't no sunshine when he's gone In this house, there no
1: home anytime.